This week on Inside Motorsport, we look back at the support races at the Formula One Grand Prix and also take a look at V8 Supercars, Car of the Future. I hope you'll stay with us. The V8 Supercars were on show at the Formula One Grand Prix with three races across the weekend. It was James Courtney getting the first win for Ford in the V8's first outing. Yeah, no, look, it went really well. The car was quite good. The start was a bit hairy. Uh, it was pretty dirty on the inside there and didn't get away too well. Uh, Rick came down on the grass and uh, locked up and I think he hit his, him and his brother come together and they both went out. But our car was really good and I just kept the pressure on Garth and he started to make uh, a few little mistakes and um, I was just close enough to capitalise on it. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a good race and happy for the boys, first win for the year. Garth Tander was certainly keen to continue his good form from the Clipsal 500 and he took out the Saturday race at the AGP. Yeah, it was a hard race with the rain coming down every lap. You never knew how deep the break because of whether it was raining more or not. So hard, hard to run at the front like that because you're sort of a bit the pioneer finding the grip level. But um, yeah, good to get that one back. That's the one we should have got yesterday as well. So happy with that. Tander made it two from three at the end of the weekend with his victory in the third race. Yeah, look, fantastic for us. Uh, continues our form from Adelaide. And um, it was important to try and keep the momentum going. So. Um, yeah, really happy with that. It's a bit of a shame in race three that Jamie and then James dropped out. It probably deprived the fans a bit of a ding-dong battle, but you only got to beat the ones that finished the race, and uh, that's what we did. Must be looking forward then to New Zealand now with this form. Yeah, we are. We, um, you know, we had a good year there in 2008, and we hope to replicate that form when we go there and uh, continue our, uh, our run of success so far. The V8 Supercar Series now moves to Hamilton for the ITM 400. Chaz Mossett joins us on the line after a very uh, successful weekend at the Australian Grand Prix supports. How big a stage is running around Albert Park for you, Chaz? Um, yeah, it's one of the, probably the biggest stages of the year for us anyway because we've um, got all the F1 teams there and it's just such a good track to drive around. That track is a, a very unforgiving mistress too. You can't afford to make any mistakes. Yeah, it's it's yeah very unforgiving track. Um, but, like, it's not, um, it's probably one of the better ones in our series. Like, we go to a lot of smaller tracks and, like, um, everywhere kind of thing because the Albert Park's more of a F1 track, so it's a lot wider for them. But um, it's not too bad for us. For yourself, you you just were right on the pace from the very first laps, it seemed. Yeah, well, yeah, all weekend we were just on the pace and, um, yeah, you just got to give it your best go from lap one and, and yeah, just push as hard as you can. It's the first round of the Formula Ford Championship, which has got a great heritage. You're now on 21 points, ahead of Nick Foster on 16, and obviously with the next round of the championship in Queensland, you'll be looking to continue uh, adding to that buffer. That's for sure. Um, it's a bit of a shame that second race didn't count, but um, which would have helped us a bit more in the championship, but... It's still a long way to go, and um, we'll just keep trying our best, and I'm sure we'll be out the front there somewhere. What's your goals for your motor racing career? Um, uh, this year, uh, hopefully end up on top and uh, straight forward forward, and uh, maybe just have a, a crack over overseas in the next couple of years and see if we can get to um, DTM in Europe. And if we can't get there, hopefully come back to Australia and try and make a career in V8 Supercars. Now, racing... 
racing in Formula Ford normally means you've had about 10 years of motor racing to build up to the National Series. Can you give us a, little, uh, a bit of a summary of what your background is? Um, I did uh, seven years of go-karts from seven years old and I went reasonably well in that and um, thought we'd take the step up to Formula Ford because that seems like the stepping stone that everyone's taken to go to um, you know, um, V8 supercars and overseas from there so we just um, basically just go-karts and then straight into Formula Ford. Now is open wheel racing what you want to pursue? Because DTM is, is a touring car series that you had mentioned there before. Yeah, um, I'd it's hard to say. I, I want to go to DTM because I've just um, liked it since I was ever little and stuff. But it, like a DTM car to me, is like um, it seems like an open wheel car, but just with a fiberglass roof kind of thing on it. So they're a bit more further like gone than what V8 supercars are. Now, what's your plans between now and going to Queensland Raceway? Are you going to run any any state series or do any other running? No, we just maybe do uh, one test day before then and. Um, just um, I'm playing Oztag at the moment, which is like touch football, and just keep going with that and just keep trying on my fitness training. So, yeah. Now, you're, you're up in Queensland, so Queensland Raceway is the next round. That's something you're looking forward to, uh, having a, all the family and friends there? Yeah, well, we got um, a bit of a corporate sponsor thing going on there, so I'm just going to organise that a bit more, and hopefully all the sponsors will love it just as much as what we do, liking them come there and coming on board for the next couple of years, so... Well, That's a pretty big round for us. So, Congratulations. Uh, one round in and uh, you already have a bit of a buffer. Uh, Foster and, and Simpson, who are second and third in the championship at the moment. Uh, of course, Ashley Walsh has been in the, the championship for a couple of years now. Uh, who who are you looking over your shoulder at most closely? Um, probably Ash Walsh at the moment. Um, just because he's got so much experience, more than anyone else in the field. And... Um, He's such a hard racer to race against, and um, if you can beat him, you, you can beat probably half the people in the world because he's um, just so quick and, and good at doing a good lap time. So to beat him would be a, a big thing for me. So just keep watching over my shoulder just for him. So, yeah. Well, all the very best, and congratulations on uh, a great weekend's racing at the Australian Formula Ford support race at this A1, uh, the Australian Formula 1 Grand Prix. Thank you very much. The V8 supercars have launched the car of the future. It's what the V8 series is hoping will open the door to more manufacturers entering the championship, while bringing the cost of building cars down to a more reasonable level. Tony Cochran explained just some of the goals they're hoping to realise. I think in a challenging world, the only thing you're guaranteed of is change. And... Uh... Certainly, uh, we at V8 Supercars Australia are not afraid of change. Uh, we embrace it, uh, we love it, and we've certainly run with it very effectively over the previous uh, 13 seasons, and uh, we're now into our 14th season of V8 Supercars Australia. Um, today hasn't just come about overnight. It has been the uh, work of nearly 18 months, the work of uh, headed up as the chair of this particular committee by Mark Scaife. If you go on to the Reserve Bank calculator and you work out the cumulative inflation, the CPI cumulative inflation of cars from that era, 1994 Commodore was valued at $27,000 in the marketplace at that time. If you then apply the Reserve Bank calculator of inflation, the car actually should be 
just under $40,000. It's in the marketplace at just under $35,000. It's effectively tracked 11% below inflation. If you're in a car company presentation and someone was taking you through that product planning cycle of how cars evolve, what they would also put into that package of being below inflation in terms of value for money, they would also put feature content into the car. So they would say ABS, airbags, traction control, electronic stability control, they would put all those features into a cost that the market would have a perceived value over. So what I'm saying is that the $35,000 is exceptional value because you haven't taken feature content into that equation at all. A 2008 or 2009 or 2010 four-door Holden is massively better than what a 1994 model was. If you apply the same science to racing, in 1994, we spent $4 million to win the Touring Car Championship. If you evolve the Reserve Bank number into what it would be in modern times, it becomes $5.9 million. It's effectively 20% above inflation. If you also have the same feature content to how we believe, so we think now it's about $8 million to go and win um, in this series. $6 million, or 5.9, is the tracked number from $4 million in 1994, so 15 years of evolution. We think that what that's done is in feature content land, if you compare a 2009 race car versus our 1994 race car, they are immeasurably better. The competition's better, the season's longer, um, we, do, we do more events, and certainly the build of the car is massively better than those early cars. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Till next time round, Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.